Yeah, so you jam their comms, um, and they realize they can't get through, um, and begin to try to turn slowly and fly away. What do you do? They are physically going to go after one of the other bug fighters uh, if they can't reach them on comms, but they are significantly slower now. Uh, can I open communications with them? Yeah, absolutely. All right. You do that. Oh, hey, uh, this is the this is the band lights uh, hailing your fucking ass. <laughs> you want to stay in the air? If you do, don't fucking run. And I promise we won't shoot you down. If you run, you'll just die tired. That sounds like a harass. <laughs> die I, don't, tired. I don't have talk good. I have talk mean. Yeah, that's no, very good. That is harass. <laughs> yeah. Anyone want to help me with this? Yeah, I can help. Okay. I feel like you're just kind of providing. Yes, we've already shot you one. <laughs> yeah, and I'm 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 sure they have something. The five. five. Yeah, yeah. Like it could be like Benny like locks on the targeting again. Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. Same brain. And brain. and when I uh, harass someone who is affected by fear, I get an extra die. Does that apply? Uh. Uh, I'm sorry, you have what move, Richard? Savage. How long has Vinny yeah. been doing that? Um, hold on, let me look at it what? really quick. I just want you to picture the slightly mouth the gape look I just gave the non-existent camera <laughs> hearing you describe that move. Uh, because you are not doing the harassing, that doesn't apply here. But okay. if you harass these particular Yorks at any point in the near future, it would apply, yes. Okay. Um, so you rolled a five, Dante. Um, so I think the, the York ship, uh, kind of hesitates, uh, and hovers there. Um, and it doesn't appear to be moving away anymore. Uh, but they cut comms with you. And I think Rude. I'm going to make a clock about... All I did was... All I did <laughs> was threaten them severely. <laughs> See, I'm going to make a four-step clock. Is this the secondary uh, alarm clock? Yeah. For the Yerks. Yeah, this is, this is alarm topside. So, uh, team pool... Uh, the complex is your oyster. What do you do? That's a good question. I mean, we're here. We're queer. We're queer. Mm -hmm. And we're actually right about here-ish on the map. So... <laughs> Right near the <laughs> right uh, about hereish, right about queerish. Uh, can you ping yes. again? Um. <laughs> okay, there great. Yeah. Um, yes. So we've got the outer loop. Uh, 
that we need to traverse a little bit to get to our target zone. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. There are um, cages all around the York Pool, not just on the one side pictured here, but the um, the line is across the short side of the pool. So yes, you would have to move a bit to get to it. Yeah, and we shouldn't start springing people. I don't think we need to start springing people until there's a hole in the roof. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. otherwise we're... I mean, we could we could work towards having like a critical mass of people so that it's just more than a couple of Hork-Bajir can handle. Mm-hmm. But I mean, maybe. Like, maybe it's worth, if you can do it on the slide, getting at least all of them swimming into roughly the same place so they're easier to scoop a loop. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I definitely think that before we go up for the the guys in the cages that we need, the, the guys in solitary specifically, that we should start freeing the people who are actually in the cages so that they can be doing mm. that while we're springing the guys in solitary. So do we want to start stealthily trying to knock the locks off of these cages and just be like, hey, you know, don't move yet. There will be a signal. You'll know it when you see it. basically telling them to hang tight until there's a hole in the roof and then make a break for that side of the yerk pool. Yeah. I think if you can do that on the slide, I think that's a good idea. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think there's got to be a, um, I mean, there's got to be like a, uh, like a code phrase within the yerk peace movement, right? Well, not all of these people are yerk peace movement. It's my understanding. This is just like, these are people, you know, these are hosts yeah. one way or another that are currently de-infested. Yes, but mm-hmm. for the York Peace Movement people specifically, like, there could be yeah. something that Cora could say mm-hmm. to be like, hey, you know, to covertly be like, this is a rescue up. Hold tight. Like, we're, mm-hmm. we're, we're gonna, we're gonna bust out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I think uh Is that more prowl? I th- think this is two parts. Because there is the prowl to make sure you're not spotted, and then there is also convincing these people to stay in the cages when they're unlocked. Um because you make a very good argument. But also, a lot of these people have been unwilling slaves for who knows how long, and they're not necessarily thinking very clearly. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think this might be two roles. So let's start with the prowl. Um, how do you want to do that? I feel like, uh, and Mac can... Uh, argue against this, but I feel like that's another group action. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. fine with me. Okay. 
Um, um, and I yeah. have my my tag, so it has increased effect. So risky, standard or risky, great? Risky, standard, because you're moving out from the shadows between buildings. So it's a little um, okay. harder to stay completely hidden. Okay. Um, you roll first, Mac. Wow. All right. Put all the pressure on me. Oof. Sorry, Adrian. Oh. No, that's it's okay. I got this a four. This is fine because I can, I can, I can fuck with this. Um, I can, I can fix this. <laughs> okay. Uh. So, Adrian, go ahead and take one stress. I already um, did. Yep. Uh. And you come out of the shadows between buildings. You time it so that you're between um, guards and you get into like the mass of cages. Um, and these cages are full enough that for the most part, um, just the, the bodies in the cages are able to, to kind of act as cover. Um, but I think... Uh, Cora, because you are upright, um, you are a little more noticeable yeah. to the people that are watching. Um, and I think a, uh, I think it's a human guard, um, who was like on the far side of the cages starts kind of like weaving between them to get to you like uh hey you what are you doing here do they say that to me yeah okay routine ex inspection you know how it is they're making sure that everything's in place given what happened the last time Every time I try to think of a code that I want to actually say, all I get is uh, India Golf Niner Niner from The Incredibles, which is not what I want to say. <laughs> but like, I go, oh, I'm going to just make up a code on the fly. And it's like, India, no, no, don't do that. Um, hi, I should probably introduce Cora's playbook. Yeah. Um, so Cora is uh, a playbook called The Mole, which is written by Shrog, our, our very good friend Shrog. And I have a move that I took from this playbook that's called It's an Older Code, But It Checks Out. When you justify your presence using jargon or codes, it sounds plausible. Now, I Mac very bad at jargon. Mm -hmm. So let's pretend that Cora has more jargon more jargon yeah. at her disposal. But the, mm -hmm. the basic gist of it is, you know, we're doing a routine, I'm doing a routine inspection because the higher ups are trying to make sure that everything's really as airtight as y'all are saying it is after what happened, you know, a week ago or when, I don't remember. What's the, what's the timeline since the last, since the last time we were in the York pool? Days since Bandalite attack. Reset to zero. <laughs> <laughs> um, this sounds like an influence. Cool. Uh, and it'll be a desperate role. Hey. Uh, with 
uh, standard effect. Hey, Danielle. Mm-hmm. Um, does this count as me acting alone? Um, I mean, I can't help you, so. Yeah, I would say, yeah, it counts. Cool. I have another move. I'm so glad now because I was like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to use these moves. And guess what? I am. Uh, I have another move from this playbook called Double Agent of Chaos. When you make a desperate roll while acting alone, plus one effect. Mm-hmm. Okay. So desperate. Great. And I have two in influence. Now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to do it. I'm going to push myself cuz I have no stress. <laughs> Brand new character, baby. Uh and I'm going <laughs> to roll 3d6. Okay. Please you dice do gods. It, Mac. Please dice gods. I was doing the last time I played a game, I rolled all ones. For like 2 thirds of the game. Come on, Mac. That's a 5. Good enough for me. That's a 5. Uh so he stops and kind of like looks confused because you've said all the right things. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're still unexpected here. Uh, well, and it's, it's a, it wouldn't exactly be a good inspection if it wasn't a surprise. Uh-huh. Um, Duh. And, and so... He is kicks his size and he's like, All right, uh, well, I am gonna have to report this to my supervisor. Um, but as you were, I guess, um, and he kind of like starts to take a walkie talkie off from his belt, and I'm going to tick this alarm clock. Where's the alarm clock? This one up here. Okay, so it's a force. It's a forced up clock. Mm-hmm. Um. You've got the stress to resist it. I do have the stress to resist it. I don't know if I want to right now. Okay. You're valid. There's a part of me that's like, I want to save that resistance for, you know, if I royally fuck up. Mm-hmm. Also, I want everybody to imagine, because I can't do it consistently enough to make it work, I do need everybody to imagine that Cora is speaking with a fairly thick Boston accent. <laughs> um, I was, I looked up guides on how to do it, and I was just like, I fucking, I was like, I couldn't do it consistently enough to make it work. But she is. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I'll, I'll... I think I will let that one slide for now. Okay. Uh, so he pulls out his walkie-talkie and he starts walking away. Um, and you hear him say something along the lines of, like, um, uh, yes, Subvisor, there was some kind of inspection happening. Um... It seems to check out, uh, and you can hear, like, tinnily on the other end of the walkie-talkie, someone saying, like, uh, there wasn't supposed to be an inspection today, and the guy's like, well, I mean, surprise inspection, and they're like, we stopped doing surprise inspections (laughs) because 
the Bandalites took advantage of it one too many times. We're we're um. we're already <laughs> moving away because like we've got yeah yeah yeah, yeah. we're on a time yeah. crunch right like it's not yeah. like it's like all right well goodbye. <laughs> it's yeah. like yeah. No, I'm this, hoping this is... also I'm hoping also Cora is also like please God when I turn around let Adrian be gone already. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Use the distraction uh, to slip away. <laughs> yeah, you slip away into the cages. Um, but the Yerks are now uh, becoming more alert. Um, and you begin to take locks off of cages. Uh, it's not trivial, but it is interesting to me if you can't do anything, so... You get the locks off the cages. Uh, Adrian, how do you convince these people not to just run? Well, I have three pips and talk good. Mm-hmm. Um, so clearly I'm going to use that skill. But I think the main tack that Adrian is taking is... Just emphasizing how if they run now they'll just be recaptured um if they wait until the signal they have a much higher chance of being able to get out Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um and emphasizing the plan like using thought speak to um thought speak can send images right Mm -hmm. yeah using thought speak to send images of like the plan um, so that way everybody knows where they need to be and what they mm-hmm. need to do. Do you want to, okay. do you want to group action this? Cause I also have two pips and talk good. I'm totally fine with that. Okay. We can put five dice into it and <laughs> see yeah. what happens. This yep. is a. And for that crit, baby. Desperate roll, uh, with. Standard effect. That's okay. with the plus one from Pack Hunter. Yes. Okay. No, that's fine. Okay. These people are very afraid. Fair. Okay. I don't blame them. <laughs> I have marked my. Uh... Oh shit! I need to fucking yeah, mark. Don't XP. forget to mark your experience. <laughs> uh, yeah. I put that in the in the uh, attribute track. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I remember how to play this game. <laughs> no, I don't. All right. I am going to roll 3d6 and get a five, which is a success. Mm-hmm. I'm going to roll a straight fail. <laughs> okay. Uh, so Adrian takes a stress. Sorry, yeah. bud. Um, <laughs> so. How are you looking, Adrian? On your stress, by the way. I've got three stress. I'm okay. I can still, I can still pull a couple of cards out from my sleeve. But I wouldn't I don't have suggested have. it if Adrian didn't have low stress. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I just don't have the. I'm just trying to keep aware, at least out of character, where people's stress levels yeah. are at. Yeah, for sure. In character. <laughs> uh, so between Cora and Adrian, you cover a significant amount of ground. Um, you get through, I don't know, like 20 or so cages, um, and you're passing the word along to 
stay put. And it looks like for the most part, um, people are listening to you. Um, and they look tense and frightened um, and like have white knuckle grips on the bars. Uh, but they're listening. Uh, unfortunately, there are a few people throughout the cages uh, who think that they would be safer if they turned you in. Uh, so okay, a few people in these cages begin to yell. I am um, going to resist this. Okay. You, I would can say you can mitigate the consequences, but not erase them. This is going to be ticks on the alarm clock. Okay. Um, I am... So, I, I don't want to, like, full-on use Sundering, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but I want to, to do... I want to use my thought speak to to kind of like startle them into silence mm-hmm, mm-hmm. somehow. Mm-hmm. Um, so not fully using sundering, but that kind of idea of using thought speak to disrupt their behavior. Yeah. Um, that so like resolve. Yeah. So I'll be rolling three d six. Six. No stress. Fuck yeah. Let's go. Adrian's doing great. This is this is um, the point at which these sixes are important. Yeah. Uh, so between you and between the other people in the cages who quickly shut that shit down, <laughs> um, there is uh, like a kind of a bit of a ruckus, but for the most part, uh, it gets quelled relatively quickly. And so there are some eyes... Um, now or some more eyes now on the cages than there were but it's they don't necessarily know that anything is going on okay uh let's go to team air yeah i was like please let this fucking hole be blown open soon yeah uh so the first thing i'm gonna do is i'm going to roll for hole hole So it's what a sentence, you know. Episode title: Roll for Oh yeah, no, don't worry. I Just, already marked it down in the notes on the uh, inside. Of the <laughs> right, yeah. Thank you, Brian. Uh, so they're gonna roll three d six. So someone give me a roll three uh, d six for the Andalites. Uh, just to confirm, it when we created the lens as an asset. Isn't that doesn't that give them either increased effect or any extra die? Um, it can give you because the floor of because the floor of the device is that it's a one and done. Right. I can't remember. I feel like you just made. We never use assets. (laughs) I feel like you just you were able to make it, but I don't think you rolled. No, because you took a. You took a thing in order to give it plus one quality. I think I remember mm-hmm. that being the case. Um, so you get increased effect with this roll. It's a fortune roll, essentially, with increased effect. Um, cool. For the Andalites to see how, how far they get. 
who's going to roll it? Oh, God. Uh, do you want to do it, Brian? As Dante mostly did the lens? Yeah, sure. And I'm rolling, like, my tinker score? No, a 3d6. Just this fortune, oh, just 3d6. Okay. I guess I can't push myself on this, huh? No. Hold on a second. All right, hold on. I've got to game it at least a little bit. Let me take a look at my shit. <laughs> this isn't you rolling. This is the Andalites rolling. Oh. You can assist them. They already have increased okay. effect. Well, I guess I'll roll in horse then. Mm. Uh, they rolled a three. <laughs> okay. Uh, but plus one effect. So mm. I think they tick two pips on this clock. Oh my god, is that it? Uh. uh and. I get why this clock is six segments, but it is just like so stressful. Yeah. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. um, if it were four segments, you'd have a chance of filling it in one go. So. Yeah. No, that's fair. I, again, that. like I said, I get why. Um, it's a fair clock. It's just a stress music. <laughs> yeah. <clock. laughs> um, so I think the the one ship is still kind of hovering uncertainly in the air. Um, uh, you hear over the police scanner, the other ships checking in with it. So they're going to notice if there is no response. What do you do? Um... Just looking at my skills. Okay. Okay. Um, as that call comes down the line, uh, I'm going to report back. Uh, just like, um, seen something suspicious, holding position. Um, Want to make sure it's nothing to worry about. Okay. So like in a holding position, nothing to report. Mm -hmm. but monitoring something. Uh, what are you rolling for that? I think I'm rolling influence. I would agree. Because I'm not threatening. Mm -hmm. I'm just attempting. Uh, so this so. is risky standard. Okay. Uh, I have two pips in influence and pushing yourself is too stress. Correct. I ain't doing that. I've already got like that. four, and we are so early into the session. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, two pips. I rolled a five. Five. Okay, hell yeah. Um, so you get... Uh, I put enough little distortion on it that it might cover the fact that uh, I am not the voice they expected to hear. Mm -hmm. um, Just a little vocal fry. Yeah. I think... Um, I think you get a response back. Like, copy that. Um, what happened to Esplin? Hmm. 
they're in the bathroom. <laughs> Panic attack, you know how it is. Uh, and that is going to be essentially. I'm going to tick this this alarm clock. That's up to two ticks. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because um, bug fighters normally have two operators, right? Mm-hmm. They're not. It's always there's you. There's always two people. Yes. It's just Esplan was the one on the radio. Mm-hmm. Um, from the way we heard Esplan on the radio, a human controller, Hawkbeard controller. Uh. Probably a hork controller. Okay. Mm-hmm. Which would make the other pilot a taxon. Cool. Love taxons. Um, I will say something like... Uh, I'm paraphrasing because mm-hmm. uh, I jade and it was something like um, caught their hand on a piece of machinery, started bleeding, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. took themselves away from me to take care of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. So are you resisting this or are you just answering? No, that's just what I'm saying. Okay. I'm letting the tick on the alarm clock stand. Okay. Um, uh I think uh, they say um, Roger, keep us abreast of the situation. Uh, We we need to maintain formation per our orders. So if you think you're going to be out of formation for much longer, then we need to do something about it. Dante poke your soldiers, be like, yo, yo, I was late to the briefing because I like overslept. Can I get like a refresh on the orders? Like because we observed the formation, so that's fine. I'll just like mute the radio and just like Dante, you need to get that. That floating bugfighter back into position or they're going to call in reinforcements. Um, Just tell them to get back where they need to be. Aren't they, dam- aren't they actively damaged them? right now? They are. <laughs> so they're not doing us any good. No, but the cover is still holding. Okay. Um, all right. Well, I will. Oh, here's an upsetting thought. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, Danielle, does the Howler ship have like a tractor beam or like a tow rope or somewhere in between those two extremes? Yeah. You want to drag the ship somewhere? Just like nose it back into its position mm-hmm. in formation while we're cloaked. Mm-hmm. Just like 
<laughs> nudge it up. Just just a little Give it an <laughs> urge. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, and that way also it'll look our cloak will be covering it so it'll look like its cloaking tech is working mm-hmm. its cloaking tech is mostly working still yeah 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 yeah. yeah. but it'll cover the damage mm-hmm. to it uh okay uh I that there should be a role for that <laughs> Nah, nah, <laughs> that's just a really good idea, isn't it? <laughs> but I think, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's a probably a tinker roll. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's Risky. Great, honestly. All right. Doop, 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 doop. Fuck me. That was a threat. Okay. Uh, it's fine. It's fine. Everybody wants to have fun playing guns anyway. It's <laughs> fine. Uh, so you nudge it back into position. Um, unfortunately, uh, what the other ship has been doing while it cut comms with you has been uh, breaking through Dante's blockade. Um, And so they're going to shout alarm to these other ships. Um, Um, That was a straight up and down failure, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, no. They don't. Because now I will expend my special armor because this is definitely a technical bullshit thing. Hey! Okay. I'm happy that you're doing this. I'm just excited. Yay! Um, (laughs) I think they're like, we cut to the inside of their ship. They're frantically trying to break the thing. And then just like a pixelated dot, like they break it and they go to sound the alarm and it just like they're like alarm alarm and there's like a pause and Dante goes oh I'm sorry I think you've got the wrong fucking number (laughs) (laughs) yeah um beautiful (laughs) yeah it's a risky roll I'll allow it uh as a as a full mitigation um Okay, so you're in a holding pattern. What do you do? Hold it. Okay. Uh, um, I don't think there's anything we can do to speed up the process for the Andalites, right? Probably not. Uh, you... I mean, if you're just going to hold this position, I'm going to have you roll for the Andalites again. Is that all right with you guys? Yeah. Sure. You want to roll it this time, Richard? What's the roll? 3d6. 3d6. That's a five. Five. Oh, yeah. That fills three ticks. Um, so you get... <laughs> uh, 
you get a transmission from the Andalites that they are almost through. Um, and to be ready to cover their exit. Do um do we have any comms to the underground? We could have a radio to Cora in theory, uh, but mm-hmm. we've thought speaks really unreliable at this distance, mm-hmm. and none of us are currently in morph. Right. So, okay. but could we have established that because Cora doesn't morph, that she could have an earpiece? Yeah, sure. I'm fine with that. You're their man in okay. the van. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Um, I think Dante sends like basically for a signal like be like uh get your fucking head on a swivel. Yep. <laughs> Cora I don't think Cora says anything out loud, but is just kind of like like looks at well, no, Cora will will look at Adrian and be like, get ready. Okay. Uh team pool. How do you get ready? Uh, what's the mechanism suspending the uh, isolation boxes over the pool look like? Um, I think it's not like particularly high tech. It's um, uh, uh, I'm thinking like metal cable stretched across uh like two metal poles essentially one on each side um and then the boxes are hanging from the metal cable uh by like o-rings essentially okay um how how sturdy is the metal pole that is nearest us uh it looks like it is cemented into the ground um, and the weak point of it is probably the connection of the cord itself to the, like, the ring on the pole, because it's, like, the ring on the pole is welded to the pole, but the cord itself has, you know, like, those connections they have on the ends of metal cords that, like, make the end loop back around on itself so it has, like, a little loopy deal? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Cool. That's exactly what I was thinking. Good. Um, so I would like to use Tumble to get up to that and start trying to disconnect it. Okay. So that way we can get those boxes in the in the pool and try to get them out too. Um, I don't know if there's anything Cora can do to help me. Absolutely not. (laughs) All of my Uh, points are in small detail, finessing, and talking good. Talking good and talking Mm -hmm. mean. That's what I got. So, no. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Okay. uh, I think... Um... Use well, two things. One, this is going to be a desperate action, mm-hmm. um, because you have to kind of break cover to do yes. this. Um, two, uh, I'm going to establish that Gra and Jet have demorphed, 
into their work forms. Um, and Jet is going to help you with this role. Okay. Oh, good. I'm so glad somebody can. So I'm marking XP. So do I roll 2d6 or 3d6? Uh, take an extra die from Jet's help. Okay. Big money, That's no whammies. Let's go. A five. Five. Um, so you and Jet dart out from the cages. Um, and you are pretty immediately spotted. Um, but there's no one, like, right next to you. So you have a moment. Um, and I think that essentially what you do is you tag team it like you with your lion weight, uh, put a lot of, uh, strain on that cord. Like you, like you almost jump on it to put your weight on it. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, uh, a jet begins cutting at the cord itself. Um, and that was a desperate mixed success. So, um, I think what's going to happen is that Jet will take two harm, um, as one of the, uh, Hork-Bajir guards on, like, a Peer on the opposite side shoots a dragon beam on at you, uh, and it uh, vaporizes like Jet's arm from the elbow down, but then also cuts the cord, and so the <laughs> the the boxes splash down into the pool and begin to sink. Um. Um. I'm trying to think how I can resist this. Mm-hmm. Um, because Benny would be very sad if something happened to his other dads. <laughs> I was going to um, say, knife dad, no! Uh, Not that Adrian would be sad with something happening <laughs> to our dads. Yes. Um, <laughs> wow! Wow! <laughs> Uh, I'd be, no offense, Jack can handle himself. I'd be more worried about uh, the boxes being too heavy and sinking all the way to the bottom of the yerk pool and not us not being able to get them with the yeah. net. I would say maybe you could do a finesse to try and stop or catch the boxes, some yeah. of the boxes at least, before they start sinking. Yeah, like I jump and grab the suggestion. grab the end of the cable so it's not like they can slide off the cable because mm-hmm. I've got the end, mm-hmm. uh, which will probably put me splashing in the yerk pool, but you got to do what you got to do. Mm-hmm. Kendrona's not dangerous to us, right? Or like no. the pool stuff? Yeah, so. No. Yeah. Okay. That's fine. So uh, I'm going to roll do prowess. Lions big enough ears, but it's fine. Uh, lions can swim. Keep your head above water. Yeah. Um, Danielle specifically more about mentioned ears, in there, not but... anything about. Uh, 
So, okay, so Jet's going to take the two harm. You're going to jump in after the... After the cable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, All right. Big money, no whammies. A five. So I take a stress. You take one stress. Um, You are doing so good, Adrian. Uh, You jump into the pool... Um, and grab, you're able to grab the, uh, the, the cable in your teeth. Um, it does, because you had to jump to grab the cable and because the boxes are heavier than they appear and there are 20 of them, um, it puts you off balance. You fall into the pool. Um, Mm -hmm. and I want to delete this alarm clock because the alarm, the alarm been done. The alarm Uh, done. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, yeah, Cora's and standing on the shore like, well, cover's yep. definitely blown now. All right. Yep. Uh, Jet, uh, you kind of surface ab- um, above the, the gray sludge that is the, the Yurk pool. Um, and Jet's you can hear Jet yelling at you, and like you catch the the back half of his sentence. Your head above water. Uh, what do you do? Um, I want to use tumble to try to get back to the shore. Okay. Uh, tumble being my my general acrobatics and ability to move about, so I want to do that to get back to shore. So I'm okay. not. In Yurik-infested waters. I think okay. that I think that Cora, while this is happening, just says very quietly, like into the earpiece, "I hope this hole is blowing soon." Um. So, uh, is this still desperate? Yes. Okay. Big money, no whammies. A five. Five. Okay. The big money continues. Um, you make it to the edge of the pool, um, and Jet is kneeling there to help you out um, because you're a big ass lion, and it's hard. <laughs> it's hard to pull yourself up out of a pool. Um, and I think the consequence is you're gonna get shot uh, with another dragon beam um, for. Uh, level two harm. Um, obviously, I'm going to try to resist this. Okay. Um, I I feel like this is prowess again. Just mm-hmm. you know, trying to scramble as quickly as possible and not be where the dragon beam is aiming. 